0: you're listening to the a scully cast brought to you by www.ascully.com and here are your hosts a scully and sid talk you say potato and i say potato we were just talking about that song um you say potato What, what it What's it from that song? I thought it was from Mary Poppins. What did you think it was from?
1: Um, the one with the lady.
0: My fair lady. My fair lady. It is from neither of those. It is from "Shall We Dance" with Fred, Fred Astaire, Astaire, and Ginger Rogers.
1: And we just watched it on YouTube.
0: And they do a dance on roller skates. Um, you
1: say potato, and I say potato. And we're
0: talking about that, and we say nobody says potato. <laughs> I didn't say
1: nobody says that. You I claim think nobody that. says potato.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you say tomato, and I say tomato.
1: And you say a lot of other things. We There's decided, a lot of things we, that we I decided say. to incorporate. This is the before the show you discussion. Say,
0: I say aluminium. And you say
1: aluminum. <laughs> can't wait. You say oregano. I say oregano.
0: I say Worcestershire sauce. You say
1: I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go the whole thing off. <laughs> Worcestershire.
0: <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs>
1: So we're from such different cultures, we don't even speak the same language.
0: We do often um, have those funny things where I say something and... i like, what? You, you still. Go, what are you saying?
1: <laughs> After 16 years, you'd yeah. think I'd be able to speak your language, but True. no, you still come at me with the wrong pronunciations.
0: The right pronunciation. <laughs> We were before you, remember, so we're, we're right. Before who? Before you, American. The Someone British. I
1: was before you too, so don't get cocky.
0: The British were before... You didn't
1: invent the language.
0: We did the British. No, you didn't. Yes, it's the English language. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: Also, before the the after-the-show discussion included me buying seeds, I discovered I had $28 worth of PayPal money. I didn't even know it was there. God knows how long it's been there, because I haven't logged into PayPal Do you get interest? No, it's PayPal. I wish. (laughs) I'd have, like, two cents worth of extra. So I just went to Etsy, which is the site where you buy homemade things, quote-unquote homemade, but this is from a farm couple... Farmish couple, selling seeds. I bought $28 worth of seeds. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's a lot of <laughs> seeds, isn't
1: it? $2 S- a packet. So, yeah.
0: That is a lot of seeds. That's all the seeds you probably need for but this But
1: I, I feel like I looked them up and, you know, we'll see. I like ordering we'll stuff from there. We'll see. We'll because seeds. what brought this on? S-
0: sowing seeds when it's getting to Yeah, summer and summer. earlier
1: I said I have a confession because I'm having some sort of gardening mental... Mm, I don't know what it is. Where I said I'm gonna name all my pots this year, so when I take pictures of them, True. I know that that I don't want to be like pot number one, pot number two, because most of my stuff's in containers or a raised bed, right? Right. So then I said I'm gonna use famous artists, and you said, "Oh, Star Wars." Then we had to start doing our.
0: So if you've got some good, we <laughs> so came up with What was one of your favorites?
1: You can... The uh, pot I... has to be called Darth Tater.
0: Darth Tater. <laughs> <laughs> I also came up with. I can't remember what did I come up with It's it slipped I came up R2 with R2P2
1: No, R2P2 no C3PO which is P-E-A-O yeah so that's the the pea pot I mean it's gonna have peas in it there were a few others um Tuscan Radish
0: but we're yeah. not sure about that one Kalo Wren
1: Kalo Wren got him yeah um I came up with Princess Leia
0: Oregano Oregano, <laughs> oregano.
1: maybe the people don't know what her you last say name oregano, is Oregano
0: I say Oregano <laughs> <laughs> I say
1: Princess Leia oh, That I don't add her last name but her last name has yeah. to be Organa so, so if you have
0: if you have some good Star Wars plant names <laughs> email them to sidtalk at com.
1: I have uh, chew broccoli because he's going to be on one chew broccoli chew <laughs> broccoli because he's my favorite Star Wars character <laughs> so yeah my pots are going to be named and I'm going to make little you know the things you put in the pot to tell you what it is marker whatever they're called label so I'm making customized Star Wars labels I know, it's obsessive. I have
0: the Imperial Sprout.
1: Imperial Sprout. Yes, I'm gonna, yes. I'm buying Brussels sprout seeds <laughs> just for that. I yeah. hadn't planned on growing any Brussels sprouts. So now all
0: I... All right, moving on to more serious business. <laughs> um, it is Saturday, February the 27th. This is After the Show, number 416. After the Show is a podcast, if you've never tuned in before, where we review a movie every week. And we also discuss video games and... Sid Talk gives you some life advice. And we're a married couple, so that's who we are. Ta-da. And um, the movie we're looking at this week, because it is Oscar weekend, one of our favourite weekends for movies.
1: I didn't even realise the seed place is right near us.
0: This is off the topic. Off topic. Okay. So
1: I was ignoring everything you were saying you know, And I was still looking at my seed order Which I'm very excited about
0: So it is Oscar weekend And one of our favourite uh, weekends for movie stuff um, So this week's movie is Spotlight Which is up for Best Picture and numerous other awards It's a 2015 movie Released, released on Blu-ray On the 23rd of February You can pick this one up now um, This This year you can pick up most of the Best Picture movies Before the Oscars Which actually makes sense Usually they put them out after the Oscars Uh, It's rated R from our friends at Universal. And Siddharth will give you the synopsis of Spotlight. Mm.
1: It is the... Based on true events. So remember, based on true events. Even though I trust this writer-director guy more than most. But still, it's based on true events. Of, excuse me, a news story that the Boston Globe did in 2002. 2001 slash 2002. About... Basically, systemic um, hiding of child abuse allegations of priests, not just of that time, but of decades prior. And that within the Catholic Church, there's sort of a built-in system to move priests around, don't do litigation, you've got lawyers in your pocket you don't Rush. let it doesn't get out into the press and if it does we devout, we debunk it all sort of thing and this is just about them sort of stumbling across bits and pieces that they put together and then it did become a worldwide um story phenomenon of people then coming forward you know not everyone's a truth teller so not everyone would have been a valid victim unfortunately but there were a lot of things that came to light but then you know in the world what happens it goes away and we all move on and so that's what this is about their investigative reporting basically which you know I think we've lost a lot of that
0: I was gonna say I've always liked this kind of movie um like all the president's men or you know um like that's different but yeah but I I mean I mean that the way the way a movie is very systematic and it's like getting like I know this is a true like getting to the bottom of something through like a breadcrumb trail. Zodiac's another one. It's, yeah. Uh, it's one of my um, recommendations, but it's like...
1: There were a lot more reporter-based movies in the 30s, 40s, and coming up on the 50s because it was a time of the newspaper was your source of information. Things have really you changed. You barely were getting into television. You had radio, but I don't know that there was investigative radio reporting. I don't know. That it could have been, I mean, but nothing I've ever heard of. But newspapers were the truth teller, sort of. And then so that was a big theme in a lot of movies. You find a lot of reporters, and the reporter was the cool one, the dangerous one, the you know, the star of the show or the troublemaker, you know, it was like a theme. And then that's kind of gone away because, as they even point out in this movie
0: Newspapers are less important and the internet is the But bigger are they? Thing. You see, that's Well, yeah, are they? But they are... A lot of newspapers are going online. And that most of their business is online news. But I
1: think with that, in they... You know, you lose to some degree. I don't know, because I'm not in that industry, but...
0: I mean, there's a lot of investigative... People don't
1: value the truth as much.
0: But there's a lot of investigative reporting in the news. Like sure. CNN or... You know, but they have their own. But oh. is
1: there? Like, what's investigative reporting? You know, like... Flying with the camera crew to a place and filming and telling them what you're seeing while you're showing them what you're seeing. I'm not saying it isn't hard. I'm I am mean, just that saying. is. But you've been told where to go and what's going on and you go there and then you point a camera at it and then you come home. Yeah. Now that's following a story. But this kind of thing where... And it's going on all the time. Don't this get me wrong. Is- it's got to be going on because you hear, you know, scandals and things all the time. But... Is it valued as much? I
0: mean, the way this uh, this kind of um, investigative reporting goes down to me, it's it's like detective work. It's like exactly. these people are de- actual detectives. And they're rummaging through records. You might think, oh, that's boring, watching people rummage through records and look through... What do you call that stuff? Microfiche and, you know, it, it, all that seems more glamorous than somebody sitting at a computer looking up Google stuff to me. Like if you make a modern day movie of investigative reporting like this movie and you're just looking at people typing stuff into Google. <laughs> yeah. I like the going into the library and looking for the all the... The thing that. is
1: though, nowadays, I said you can get access to a lot of stuff. But as as you're as I'm watching this movie, it highlights to me that... Records up to the 80s and 90s might start... I mean, we're not talking about a fast process here. You can't have scanned every newspaper that was ever printed up until the internet. No. Like, you can. It's going to take you a long time, right? So if you think about it now, let's say I find out something's going on that I need to investigate about. Somebody did something, maybe a kid went missing in my neighborhood, and I'm like... Oh, I never knew about that. I'm look that up. But then you find nothing. And you're like, but if I go to the courthouse or go to the library and look up the newspaper, go to the town where the newspaper is printed and ask the guy, he's going to go, well, we got a big stack of newspapers back there from, like, the 70s if you want to go through them. You're still going to have to do that. Yeah. Because, like, where I'm from, the local newspaper, she wouldn't have submitted it to any, the lady who owned it for all of my youth, it wouldn't be anywhere except in boxes in storage because she's sold the paper and it's in the attic. So if I really want to look up stuff, I still am going to have to do that. And I realized watching this, you might think, oh, it's easy now. I can just go out and find a spreadsheet of all the priests who have been debunked over the years. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm only talking about yeah, very high profile, right? And you can't trust everything on the Internet. So this kind of reminded me that you're still going to have to do the hard you know, interviews with people, tracking people down. You can't do it all online, so... How,
0: how this movie actually works is they start start on this case and there's, like, one priest who's called into question and then as they unravel all the ends and start investigating, there's way more than one priest doing this, which we all know anyway from all stories that we've heard uh, in the news. Um, and this... not nece- it couldn't. it It's not just about the Catholic Church... And, I mean, this thing is. But if you unravel any aspect of anything, you'll probably find this, right? It's not just Catholic priests who are um, molesters. You could oh. look into TV celebrities yep. like like they have yep. in Britain recently. So Politicians,
1: teachers. So this
0: movie's really hospital about... Hospital workers. Like, there's a bow and they pull, it, start pulling at the bow and then all this stuff starts coming out. Like, oh, wow, it's, it's bigger than what we think, and... You could look into anything. You could look into politics. You could look into... This one just so happens to focus on the Catholic Church. Now, me and you not being religious. Me being brought up Catholic. And uh, you not having... Not at all. Um, and when... They talk to some victims in this um, movie. And they say, you know... Why wouldn't I have done what the priest asked me? Or, And I was thinking... Yeah, when you're a kid... And there's... You know, you go in for your confession or whatever. And then the priest says, come in here and sit on my knee or whatever it is. You're a kid. You're actually a kid, like...
1: So you're you're semi-intimidated and flattered at the same time.
0: Because and he's also, important. And also, well, I'm supposed to do what he says because I'm in church. Like. I
1: think that my personality, mixed with my upbringing of never, ever going to any sort of religious thing or any... I wasn't really involved in anything with a lot of authority to answer to. I just no. wasn't, right? And... My personality was the few times I ever did end up going to church. It was small Christian churches, um, where we're from or Baptist, so it's tiny, like fifty people at a time, right? And I would sit there. I remember, maybe seven years old, and with my arms crossed, listening to this guy, kind of try. And I just remember thinking, "What church was this?" Just little Christian churches, like um- different ones. Christian church mostly one little one that I remember and then a couple others with family or friends who if you stayed all night on Saturday night, the mom made you go to church the next yeah, day. Yeah. Now I never took any good clothes or anything and my because my mom wouldn't even have thought of that. <laughs> she wouldn't have been like, Oh hell, I'm not gonna think about that. Just wear your wear what you wore the day before. I don't you know, whatever. It's church. God won't care in my mother's mind. But I remember sitting, arms crossed, listening to what, I, I didn't know words then to attach to it, but it felt, like, bombastic. I felt like someone was, like, like hammering me with... And I don't like people telling me what to do. I never have. And I remember feeling that way. So I don't know that I would have even had that. I was always skeptical, still arm's length away from anyone of authority. But I can totally understand how if everyone around you is like, Oh, the priest wants you to come and help him with the... Sorting the books for the charity drive or whatever, and you you're just be like, oh, my, my mom that. respects him, my grandma respects him, everybody's afraid of him, and he's wonderful and he helps everybody, and so, it's a it's evil. If you believe in evil, that's evil shit right there.
0: And I, like I said to you, um, the church is is not. Uh, <laughs> It's not just like this super bad thing. No, like, Catholic of course not. No. Even I don't think that, and no. I'm completely not. There are good people and bad people, yep. like there are in any single thing. Like. Absolutely. So this f- focuses on those bad, pe- bad people, basically. Um, but
1: reflects because one of the main characters, the one of the reporter ladies, her, she, her grandmother's like your grandmother was. Yeah. Goes to church three, day, church three times a week and is the person who sits there and listens to the priest as if he were the messenger from God, right. with her eyes wide open and a smile on her face. And so breaking this to her is touchy. Like, it's touchy shit, you know? So I get it.
0: And even the Mark Ruffalo character in this movie, how he had a certain idea about God and the church, and this is he's investigating this, and it's really messing with him. Yeah, and you have
1: to think, like, in those positions, they all seem pretty straightforward, and I think it takes a certain personality type to be a reporter of Mm -hmm. this caliber, you know, because you actually cannot let the... Idea overcome you. Like, the idea of me pointing a finger at the church. Ooh, I'm being naughty. I better not do it. You have to have none of that. You have to be like, look, this is an institution. These people were abused or they've been accused, you know, they've accused someone of being abused. We have to be objective. We have to go for, follow the paper, follow the testimonies, follow the legal documentation if there is any, and... You have to set aside.
0: And these are not, like, tabloid-type journalists. These are actual serious, um, by-the-book-type journalists. Um, I really liked, you know, when they were actually going out interviewing people. There was one particular one where Mark Ruffalo's character was interviewing Mm -hmm. the guy. And I just liked the it's very intense like you're asking somebody this very personal stuff when she
1: went to that one guy's door and then she just said it yeah and and you're just
0: writing this stuff down and you can see like the characters processing the stuff like going like yes I need to have some kind of empathy to this guy in front of me but I also need to like focus on the big thing I'm trying to do here right so it's I can't get too involved even Rachel McAdams you know she distances herself even when the hardcore stuff's coming out like she We're, doesn't
1: touch people much or anything, how you would think someone trying to be sympathetic or empathetic. She touches that one guy. I was noticing she's victim. Just she's touches very, his arm
0: once barely. when he's nearly exactly. breaking down. Exactly.
1: Yeah. In a, like, I'm human, I get it. That's one of the things However, I really liked about these. I need to ask you some more questions, you know, so...
0: Yeah, I need to ask all the questions, and if you're going to cry on that, yeah, well, that's okay, but we need to get yeah. all this stuff down for the bigger picture. Like, So I really like that investigative... Investigate... <laughs>
1: You say investigative, and I say investigative.
0: So I like how it's played out in this movie. It's very methodical, and it's very. Some people might say, "Oh, this is a boring." Maybe some people it's do because you
1: said somebody said this is yeah. boring.
0: But I actually get into that. I'm, I'm always like, "Oh, like even like something like Bridge of Spies that we watched recently. It's like a slow kind of it. It takes its time to get to its thing, which I really liked about this. Yep, and this goes over a period of years, even not
1: really. Not really. The beginning is set in one time frame, and everything else is in a different year. I don't understand that concept that people keep saying that you said. One thing it shows you in 1976; everything else is in 2001.
0: It's really, um, I don't know how true everything is. I'm assuming it should be relatively true. This because it's an actual open case that anybody. Not can go necessarily.
1: And look at. It's a Hollywood movie. You have to dramatize certain there's things. There's one
0: scene where um, she goes to interview a priest. And he comes to the door and just straight up starts telling her, like, oh, yeah, I molested boys. Like, it was really shocking to me, like, that scene. I was like, holy crap, is this guy not right in the head? Yeah, he so seen, thinking, know, that's why or, the
1: sister kind yeah. of stepped in and, like... But
0: he just started, like, yeah, and he... But he was not, like, mad. He was, like, saying, you know, there's a difference between what I did and... And what
1: you think I did. Yeah. I did do what you think I did, but it's not what you think Yeah, I, I molested did. boys, but... <laughs> I didn't get any pleasure from it, Yeah. But.
0: And there's a big difference between that and you need to... And I was like, wow, this is like... And here's the thing. Where did
1: you learn that concept? Did you learn it at church?
0: Did you learn it from your church school that
1: brainwashed you with all the church bullshit? Somewhere along the line, people justify what they do. If you are a priest, you have had a certain number of years of your life that have been washed with religion and religious teachings, right? Then how do you balance that with what you know you're doing is wrong?
0: And the thing here is what they actually uncover is that the church actually have a set of procedures.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So say... They expect
1: it to happen. So when it does they, happen, they're right. They writing. know.
0: So since so, so a priest does offend, they take the priest and then like reassign him somewhere. Do
1: a little rehab
0: of yeah. their own. Of their own. And In then they their- actually pay a lawyer... To sweep it under the rug. So this these lawyers are like profiting upon the whole thing too. It is a very weird, yeah. messed up situation that's going down. And, you know, there's lawyers, to they're also just as bad. There's these lawyers who are trying to help this and sweep it away. Yep. They're also called into question. The whole thing's really interesting, I think. And I love it when it's... So like let's essential. go from,
1: like, ideal world situation. Let's say a priest, a pastor, or a preacher... Rapes a child, right? The child goes to the parents, the parents go to the police, the police go to the church. Everyone believes, everyone knows that it's true, you've proven it, you've done the rape kit test, yeah. and you believe the child. There's evidence to prove that this person has done this. And now it's with the police, it's with a lawyer, it's public knowledge, the news, pre- the press in that town gets a hold of it. And now the church goes to court with their lawyers, just like everybody else. And the guy is convicted and goes to prison, prison. Now, why isn't that acceptable? Is it because the church, church, and I'm talking every religion. But what is, what, at the heart of that, what are you saying? As an institution that is for the greater good, what are you saying to everyone? You're still saying what people said 2,000 years ago when the church... Wanted to own everybody and everything and crush everybody and everything into giving them all their money and all of their time and rather have everyone oppressed and praying to their God so that the rich people in the church could have their castle and their big churches and shit like that. It's the same. Like is that and I like the one line in the movie where the guy says, You realize this the Catholic Church thinks in centuries. Yeah. They think in terms of centuries. So to them this is like a little little flea that's bugging them because overall they're thinking about the billion, the big picture of all of humanity all of Christianity and this is just a little tiny blip on the map, right?
0: When I was reading into the real thing just after we watched the movie um, one of these priests invo- uh, was it 90? Nin- 97? 87. Um, one of them was assigned to the Vatican after molesting six boys, then he was assigned to the Vatican, took out of his parish, sent to Rome and was actually made the...
1: one oh, of The highest places in the...
0: No, he was made the, um, like, personal assistant to the Pope. Right. So, because the Pope wanted to invest, you know, look at this and... Well, and, you don't know
1: what he wanted, really. But
0: still, this guy, like, he he did... Nothing happened to him. He just got took out of his parish after... It was common knowledge that he'd molested six boys and sent to the head office, basically, of the church, which is awkward and weird. And, you know, you can't police your own people. Like, like Correct. that's what they're trying to do. Like, it's like, oh, no, we, we'll just internally handle all this. But, no, it's a law that these people broke. It has to be in the real world. So it's a weird... Yeah, if um,
1: you rape another priest... Right. And you, you the both of you have agreed, the victim and the... Uh, person who's committed the crime and the people around you all agree to keep it internal and you're both adults Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the victim agrees, I still think that has to be known by people outside of your little world.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now we're talking about children and poor families and families with problems that get preyed upon and here's $20,000 and if you sign this piece of paper, you never tell anybody ever again. That's kind of the... How is that churchy? <laughs> like it isn't. Wouldn't you just hold a big flag up and go, these men are flawed. They're fucking up. They're doing wrong. They're harming other individuals. They're not doing what well maybe it is, because I haven't read every word of the Bible. Maybe it's perfectly acceptable. It wouldn't no, surprise it's not. me. It's not. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise. I was just me it. it's You can stone your daughter not. to death.
0: Yeah, well, you no, you can't. They're, yes, they're you just can. very literal things. No,
1: you can. That's what I'm saying, though. So maybe in the Bible it says somewhere.
0: No, I mean it says it, but you don't. The Catholic Church don't say. No, nah, it's fine to stone your daughter to death. They don't actually say like. If somebody did it. I'm talking about it. the Catholic
1: Church. I'm talking about other religions to right. use the Bible. It's in there. Why isn't that acceptable? And something else is. You know what I'm saying? So wouldn't you just hold it up and say, "This is a flawed human being." This is, you know, there's forgiveness and blah blah blah. However, also in the Bible, there is vengeance and like isn't there like payback for shit? I mean it's like it's like an action adventure movie in there. So I just don't get this secretive thing unless, and here I'm gonna throw a big wrench out there and everybody everybody who has a penis is gonna hate it. But men of a certain in a certain group of a certain mindset are gonna wanna protect. Because there's something in their own mind that says, you know what, I would never do that, but I get it. I'm not. I'm. You know, I actually think that happens.
0: I like the Mark Ruffalo character when he take he he breaks the thing, uh, finds this really perfect evidence to uh, say they all did it, and then goes to his boss, and his boss like because like reporters, another thing that reporters have to do a lot of the time is. Yeah, we know everything at the moment, but we have to pick the right time to yeah. r- do it. Or if we say all this, we have to look at it first. You we know, we have to
1: have enough so that when someone comes about at us to right. pick our story apart, we are prepared.
0: So when he tells his boss, "Oh, it's time to break it," and his boss is like, "No, we're waiting for a while." That whole sp- where he says, "Like you know, people have been raping kids." We, how do you sit on this? Like, is of You know, that yeah. was a good uh, performance from Matt Ruffalo. Very like, good. Um, so let's move on to the cast while we're talking about them Mike Ruffalo plays Mike and these are real people all of these people um, who are they playing Mike Ruffalo
1: is a real person yes
0: and he did meet <laughs> Mike Ruffalo did meet with Mike Resendez. Uh, they all did actually and they're all there's one extra on the Blu-ray where you see the real people so what did you think of Matt Ruffalo um, excellent now Matt Ruffalo is up for the Oscar for this movie um, he was my standout
1: yep absolutely he was
0: absolutely the standout it was everything about him it was like he'd Well, after I read about it later, he'd studied this guy in really minute detail, how he moves his head, how he is kind of a little bit hyper and moving around all the time. He doesn't really sit still. And that does
1: affect, if you think about how that reporter, because he he confronts people often, you know, to get information, and that personality, that like nervous and bouncy and like a little bit of a twitch and whatnot, that can affect how people react to you. And I think him bringing that in, I mean, every single time to me, it was subtle sometimes. And other times it was like, that guy would be so annoying, but he seems a hundred percent committed. Focused. Like there is a line he's, he's in front focused of him.
0: So much. His whole family life has crumbled. <laughs> yeah. His job's all that's important to him. It seems to me, even eating is very unimportant to him. Yep. Cause there's a couple of times he's like, Oh shit, I'm not eating. Gotta keep eating. Um, Michael Keaton, who actually won an Oscar last year, didn't he? For Birdman. I think so. Um, plays Walter I Robinson. I he's just getting better. I actually think he is, too. He lost
1: his Boston accent a little yeah, bit. But the, the not accent, terribly.
0: Yeah, the, the accents are not... In this movie, Boston accents are very strong, aren't they? I know they are.
1: Not every single person who comes from there is. no.
0: But these people seem to lose it. I, di- I did notice that. There was, it, Rachel McAdams like had it a little bit and then didn't. She's not from there. No, but, she there explained was, but that then, she's not from but Boston. But then there was a time where she seemed like she had it and she's talking to somebody. I,
1: I think what you do is you mimic the person you're talking mm. to a little bit to make them feel more like you. That's what I think she was doing. I'm talking to someone from Boston. I'm about to have to tell them I'm not necessarily yeah. from Boston. They're not going to trust me as much, but if I kind of sound like them.
0: But Michael Keaton is. Um, was I, I, I wasn't a big fan of Birdman. I appreciate the acting he did in Birdman, it's just the movie I wasn't that fond of. But, um. Blasphemer. But in this, I, he's, I don't, like I say, he's very authoritative and he's very, he seems to me like committed to that character. Absolutely. Like, he's, like yeah, you know, it's Michael Keaton, but it, I don't know. He, he seems perfect for this type of yeah. character. Uh, we've also got Rachel McAdams. who good. As I've said to you, I've, she's slowly becoming one of my favorite actresses. It's just been slowly... Uh, I loved her in True Detective, even though that True Detective wasn't the best thing ever. It was her that made it really good. I thought we saw her in Southpaw recently. She was good in that, uh, and in this one, it's a very. She's like, I don't know if this is. A, she's like an ordinary person. Yep. You know, like not like a movie star or something. She's like a like, I'm just regular person. Like that's how yep. I see her. I don't see her like she's not glammed up. She's just this reporter lady who's. You know, walking the streets, looking for the evidence. Um, I bought her all the time, like, with it. There's there a little thing she did, like, where she was hanging a coat up and she hung the other guy's yep. coat up. Yep, <laughs> I remember. Where I, where I was, like, watching it thinking, yeah, that's probably how that lady is. And she's... And they're know,
1: taking they're, notes because I'm around a couple of people taking who notes. can't put down their goddamn pen all day long. And you don't have to take notes about everything at every job. Now it's a report. And so I watched the... 40s. Mannerism of her, and that is, she is—it's like it. She's writing half the time and not even looking, mm-hmm. and that's exactly how these list maker note taker people are. So I was impressed with that. We've also maybe got... she is a note taker. Who
0: knows? Maybe we've also got L- Leave Schreiber, His... and he plays Marty. Baron. I've always
1: liked leave Always. It I was, really He was reserved very and, different in this wasn't Unfortunately it? why they have to put horrible hair on him? I don't understand yeah, I in don't Hollywood. Why the hell do you have to have bad hair anymore? Oh my god. It was so distracting. So I got I had to ignore that. But he had a very difficult position and when we see the real guy, he acted very similar, this sort of like I was like. Completely objective. It was almost
0: like the right, like the perfect casting. When I saw the normal guy, I was like, holy crap, that's almost him. Like, Well, I don't like,
1: care if they look alike. No, but I don't I mean, mean the look. I mannerisms. mean the way he was
0: talking. Like, I yes. was like, oh, that is the same, exactly the same vibe from those two people. And
1: there's this like, look, I just want the truth and I want to have a good story and uh, that is all. And there's no like fuss about him but he's in a difficult position so I thought he
0: did a really good job I really liked my favourite scene with him is the one where he goes to speak to the catholic bishop bishop cardinal bishop cardinal he speaks to the cardinal and it's this it's this awkward you're putting on your pleasantries but he's not awkward I thought that was good no but I mean there's pleasantries between both of you one of you've got an opinion of some kind. The
1: cardinal is going to try to manipulate you. Manipulate you,
0: you with his PR. Period. Yeah.
1: You don't give a shit what the cardinal right. says. That is the scene that we're watching. It's a really
0: good scene. Yeah.
1: However, you don't want to
0: be Disrespect disrespectful. Either. Yeah. Right. And it
1: was very well balanced. I thought it was good.
0: And and he did kind of poke a little bit out at the, towards the end of it, like you know when he said about the newspaper and where well, he said we should work together. Yeah. And he's like, no, I think newspapers should stand apart. I agree. It's like a dig, but it's not like... It was good. Really, It was good like thing.
1: saying, no matter what you say to me, we're not holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> With the
0: church. Um, and then finally, I put down Stanley Tucci as a Mitchell Garabedian. And he's a lawyer guy. Who he's a
1: lawyer who, obviously, through the years, has, has been trying to, to get, instead of... Being the guy who gets paid to brush it under the rug, he's the one that keeps trying to bring it to but then, court. But nobody. Really... But then these other guys swoop in, don't they? They take the victims, and then he knows all their stories, and and he's...
0: he also knows like he's tried, and he knows like I, I might lose my job. I might. There's a lot of risk all the time. Like every time I try to push something out, somebody tries to forward. close me down. Yeah, like, yeah. And he knows. Still,
1: and... is always good. I mean, sometimes he's over the top. Sometimes he's wacky. He's good. Like he's, he's in
0: Hunger Games and is, it's like this over the top thing and then he's in this and he's very like, I buy him as a, I scared. take
1: his, I take him, I take his authority on what he's saying.
0: There's yeah. just something about him. So this is directed by Tom McCarthy, who also directed The Station Agent. Good for Which them. if you have not seen The Station Agent, you should. Um, <laughs> John Slattery was in The Station Agent. Um, I didn't mention John Slattery. John Slattery. Oh yeah, he's one of your favorites. He's Ben Bradley Jr. And he's one of the guys and he's um, Roger from Mad Men. He was also in The Station Agent, which I don't remember him being in that, but uh, um, but um, he's excellent. But like I said to you, he's kind of Roger from Mad Men, but in this situation. Um, but uh, this director, Tom McCarthy, I love that Station Agent. It's a very small movie from like, what, it's got to be 20 years ago now, isn't it? 15 years ago, maybe. At least. Um, and it was the first movie that, uh, what's he called? Peter Dinklage yes. appeared in. Um, I was gonna
1: say Tyrion Lannister so Peter, <laughs> Peter English,
0: as you know from Game of Thrones now well this was way before you
1: assume everyone watches Game of Thrones as you know on Game of Thrones no what, not everybody what does.
0: else is he from apart from Game of Thrones Elf Elf he, also, <laughs> he is from Elf Yeah,
1: he's the guy who kicks the shit out yeah, of buddy yeah which is hilarious um, but go I, on call me call me now one more time he's, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny Elf isn't it it's a very good <laughs> yes. name it's an actual classic.
1: It is. I I love it.
0: Um, So, yeah, Tom McCarthy. This is good direction. I liked how this movie is. I like how it's very. It
1: stands back and lets the story tell the story. It's very of. Like you were saying. Like if you think of some 70s movies. It's kind of old school. Where you're digging around. Yeah, that. Like, I'm, I've am i actually got the camera just sitting across the street.
0: Not doing fancy stuff.
1: And we're doing a montage of, like, ten different times that you have... This reporter has to go up to a porch of a house and knock on a door and knock on a door and go up the porch and go to the porch. And yet it's all different. It's dynamic enough. It's interesting enough. But there's no camera
0: Nobody's present. not spinning around somebody no, while you they're are, talking. Not you are
1: watching the events take place. And I think that... Gets a lot of respect for me. Now, while that doesn't put your stamp on anything, I think where this kind of director makes it their own is the performances that they get. The vibe of every scene where it's like, we're not doing gutter journalism here. We're not over-exaggerating people's reactions. And I feel like there was a good... We're telling a serious story where almost all the people are still alive. Yeah. We can't sit here and be like... Not sensationalized and- things. Exactly. It's
0: not tabloid. And I
1: feel like that is where he comes in. But then that's not distinctive. It's just that it's good, solid filmmaking. And he wrote it. I mean, he wrote co-wrote it. Yeah. So,
0: so there are a few extras on this Blu-ray. There's Uncovering the Truth, a spotlight team roundtable. And what that is, it's actually the real journalists, all five of them, um, sitting... Round a table, but there isn't a table, <laughs> so it's not really a round. Listen table. to
1: you, Mister Literal. That's still what it's called.
0: Yeah, they're just talking about the. You know, it's it's a way too brief for me. It's cool to see the real people, but I bet you could find a better interview with them sure. all on YouTube. Um But yeah, it's really brief. It's like five minutes maximum. Um, this spotlight, a look inside, and the state of journalism. Both of those are trailers <laughs> with people Basically, talking over the top yeah. of the trailer, which I, you know, and I like I said to you the other week. This is an Oscar movie that's actually still in theatres today, this movie. It's not been in the. This is on Blu ray now, and it's also in theatres at the same time.
1: Should be, that's the way it should be.
0: So that's why there's not many special features, because they've got it out in time for the Oscars. There's actually a sticker on the front that says six best picture, six um, nominations, including best picture. So don't go in here thinking there's going to be a load of extras. There's not, but you do get to see the film while it's in theatres on Blu ray. It's like. Um, like, the first one, apparently, to do that. So, um, conclusion on Spotlight, Sid Talk.
1: You say, you say the conclusion. My
0: conclusion, I can't speak for you, is I really like this very structured, procedural kind of movie. I've always liked this kind of movie. Um, some people say they're boring. I, when I get, you know, after the first few minutes of this film, when I realise, oh, this is what they go going after... Every little tiny little piece of information that comes along, like it's like a string that's unraveling. It it excites me in some way. It's it's always I've always found it interesting. Zodiac is another one where it's like it's slow and it's methodical. Wasn't Mark Ruffalo in Zodiac? I think he might have been.
1: No, he was in the other one. He was in the one with the puzzles.
0: Yeah, he was. That was good too. I think
1: he was. Or what, no, that was the other guy. No, that was...
0: I think Matt Ruffalo might have been in Zodiac.
1: No, the puzzles was uh, Colin... Somebody. That was the one with the... Missing... nah. No, I'm mixing two of them together.
0: You're thinking about the one with the van, where it takes the kid in the back of the van. I think so. Yeah, that was with Liam Neeson, I think.
1: Hmm. Well, that was taken.
0: No, <laughs> Liam Neeson was in that one, too. It was, um... They took the kid in the van, and then it it was in that weird house, and he was, like, knocking the wall down and stuff. You Remember that?
1: That wasn't Liam Neeson. Was it not? No. It was Colin Firth, or somebody like that.
0: No, it was Liam Neeson. No, it
1: wasn't Liam Neeson. It was the guy from Bourne, who's up in the weeds when Bourne goes up to
0: him. Clive Owen. Yes,
1: him. That's who (laughs) it was. You mean the bathroom where they lock the guy in the bathroom? Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of with the puzzles, I think.
0: But I like this kind of... Um, Off topic. It's slow, it's slow and it's methodical, but it always... It's, it's satisfying because this does reach a conclusion that is satisfying to me. Um, and you see it just happening. And you see it. There's moments of... with oh, You know, that, that must be how it feels for a reportive journalist. You, know, you open a file and go, holy shit
1: what do I do with this
0: <laughs> this is the file it breaks yeah. this whole case like which is actually what happens in this movie spoilers so uh what, what is your uh, that's my I, I love this I thought I it was too. really great um I
1: it's entertaining and thought provoking see that's the word for the week it'd be thought interesting to see if it does
0: get best picture um it is the type of movie I could see a lot of people in the academy liking because the performances do you are, know all
1: the people in the academy
0: no, but they... Why
1: the hell would they... Why the hell would they nominate Mad Max and this?
0: But the performances in this are the, You a, can't
1: come to a conclusion about their... The way they think.
0: Mad Max is a fantastic... My best film of 2015. <laughs> Thank you.
1: In your opinion. You. <laughs> But I'm saying, you you're like Mad to... Max. I didn't say I didn't. I'm just saying it's not best picture worthy. Oh, Jesus! It totally is. No, it isn't.
0: Mad Max is up, actually up for more Oscars than this one is.
1: I don't care. Other things like sound and special effects, fine. Crashes and crunches and wardrobe and all that shit, but it's not. Best it doesn't cinematography. Have the whole thing cinematography. I can totally get behind. Not best picture. It's not a big, whole package kind of movie.
0: So, yeah, Spotlight. Um, and I'm always right,
1: and you're usually wrong.
0: Sometimes. That's not true. <laughs> Spotlight. Excellent movie. Uh You Excellent. should see it. Because it is a My really word for interesting... the week,
1: when you interrupted me, is thoughtful. Because it makes me think. Thought-provoking, thoughtful. Because you consider, then, maybe the institutions that you're a part of. And it may not be about child molestation. It could be about all kinds of stuff. I That's what I was saying
0: at the beginning. In
1: the 70s, like, my mother... And the women all of her similar age, and they all would hang out, were from small towns. There was always poker playing and barbecuing and small towns and tractor pulls. And the culture of the couples was that the men were abusive, mostly. I can't think of one who didn't have a fight, physical fight, with one of the wives once in front of me, at least as a child, including my own parents. But then you ignore it, and you don't talk about it. And you don't point a finger at it. And you definitely don't say anything bad about your husband. you know why? Because that wife will tell her husband and then he'll tell that husband. And then you get another punch in the face. So I think it can go across anything. It makes you think, am I harboring anything that I should be putting a spotlight on? Like, is there something in the culture of something that I'm inside of? Like, where you work or whatever that I see every day and I just put my head down and go, None of my business, none of my business. While someone's suffering and you're just too chicken shit or it's too dangerous for yourself to put your put your nose in their business, which you know I'm not a hundred percent advocate of, but in this case, you know, you can save people, you can I don't know, inspire people.
0: So, thank you to Universal for the Blu-ray, and uh, the Oscars is tomorrow night, so make sure you tune in if you're a movie fan. Um, I
1: won't be here, because I have to go to work.
0: You won't be here to watch the Oscars?
1: Not until after 7.30. 730. It sounds
0: like you might be asleep at 7.30. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Um, just saying,
1: you're going to have to watch the pre-show without me.
0: It starts at 7.30, so...
1: Oh, well, you're just in time.
0: I mean, the actual ceremony starts at 7.30. Our time? Yeah, our time so Perfect. you'll be back in just in time so yeah the Perfect. Oscars is tomorrow night um, thanks to Universal if you want to win a copy of From Dust Till Dawn on uh, Blu-ray From Dust Till Dawn Season 2 the TV show on Blu-ray you can win one at ascoli.com go to ascoli.com and you can win next week's Blu-ray review will be In the Heart of the Sea which is um, Richie Cunningham's new uh, movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: Richie Cunningham <laughs> uh, uh, Opie yeah
0: <laughs> It's his new movie So we'll be looking at that next week
1: Opie Ritchie
0: Yeah That uh, would be Ron Howard Ron Howard, Howard
1: yes.
0: <laughs> Why do I think of Ritchie Before Ron Howard
1: And I think know. of Opie There's no It just doesn't I don't know why I never think of uh, American Graffiti Guy I don't know his name in that movie
0: No So movie recommendations for this week I am going on the theme of Spotlight And I've actually said them uh, One of them State of Play With Russell Crowe It's another it's, a, it's based in a newspaper And it's uh, uncovering um, A thing and the other <laughs> Sounds one is, riveting. And the other one is Zodiac by David Fincher. And that's like... It's really long. It's like three and a half hours. And it's about the Zodiac killer from the 60s and 70s. And uh, it is, it's is—it's a not a newspaper look at it. But even though there is a journalist, it's a police um, procedural. Where it's very slowly unraveling this case and getting to the bottom of it. Uh, I like that. I always have liked it. So... It's the unraveling
1: of the case and the person following the case at the same time.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, So, yeah, yours are?
1: Mine are in going with the new 2016 policy of going through all the movies I've ever seen. And we're still in the numbers. We're going to conclude with the numbers today. I'm just going to rattle off the rest of the numbers that are on my list. And there's probably more that I haven't acknowledged and put in my own spreadsheet. But here we go. Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. I'm in the fours, by the way.
0: I started with. Why does the, it say four? Because that's the
1: name of it. I looked it up. It's called Four instead of the Fantastic oh, Four. Oh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Man. Four, Rise of the Silver, Silver Surfer. Meh. Nah. Then, 40 Days, 40 nah. Nights. Ugh, very terrible. 48 Hours.
0: Nah.
1: A classic. Come on. 51st Dates. I like that movie. Actually, one of my favorite. I don't really like Adam Sandler, movies. but I do like that one. I do too. It's really sweet. And then we're moving on to the eights, which is the last of the numbers. Eight heads in a duffel bag.
0: It was good at the time, but I don't know if it...
1: I don't know if it will hold up. No. Eight Mile. Yeah. Yeah. Good song.
0: Oscar nominated. Yep.
1: And 8 millimeter, Also, of its time... 8
0: millimeter is getting remade. Really? Hmm.
1: With Nicolas Cage? No. 8 millimeter, if anyone does know, is Nicolas Cage as... I don't even know what he is. Is he a private investigator? Private
0: investigator, yeah.
1: Trying to find a daughter, a missing girl, and then stumbles across a snuff film... It's really... Thing.
0: It's really It's very of its grim. time. It yeah. tries
1: to be grim and dark like Seven.
0: Joaquin Phoenix. It's got it? Joaquin
1: Phoenix in it. And sort of like the underground sex porn world. Trying to be all grimy It was and really shit.
0: controversial at the time. It was what, like, oh somebody's dealing with this subject. It's nothing. And
1: maybe. also, his the way he deals with it is yeah. also the controversy. But... Uh, James,
0: James Gandolfini's in it too. Correct.
1: Oh yeah. He's a jerk. He's the same guy who was basically from True man.
0: But yeah, it's being remade uh, this year sometime. A big Hollywood... Remake, hmm. even though it was a big Hollywood movie to start with, wasn't it? It wasn't. Not
1: really. It wasn't yeah. that big. But um, those are that concludes the number section of my list. Next week we will start with the A's. All right. So get... I'm not recommending these movies on quality or of my own opinion. I'm serious. I'm literally no, giving you the list. No, because most of those are bad. <laughs> yes. I'm just <laughs> telling you the movies I've seen. Uh, so you a... broke
0: the recommendation thing, really, haven't you? You just we didn't have you have you rule. Started doing your own. You thing. never had
1: a rule. <laughs> And if you did, that's, yes, I'm breaking the rule.
0: So these are not movie <laughs> recommendations. They are, I'm just saying which I'm
1: recommending wasn't. that you watch every movie that I've ever seen. Therefore, when you come to new movies, you will probably come to the same conclusions as me. Or that could be flawed.
0: I don't know. All right, games and A. Scully stuff. First, I'm going to say we watched another Oscar Best Picture nominee uh, last night that we probably, well, we won't review on the show. because
1: do it right now. But briefly. it's called Room.
0: And we watched it last night. Amazing. And uh, again, another intense subject movie, like like Spotlight.
1: Don't tell, don't tell what it is because you no. didn't know what it was, and that probably mm-hmm. made it better.
0: Yeah, it's a very very good movie. I um, acting in this one also is amazing. Uh, the subject matter was really oh wow that was um, I we didn't expect this that.
1: movie has to be one of the examples to make the case that there has to be a category in the Academy Awards or other film industry awards where children. ...are acknowledged for their work in film. Now, boyhood is one of those where, as a boy... Yeah. You know, young, I mean, ages through the movie, but as a boy, there's a lot of information that these children... ...the performing children, they're not little performing dogs, they're people. They've been told about their characters and how they have to interact with this grown-up... ...and their grown-up is pretending, and, you know, there's certain ages... Where you you cross the line of, okay they're 11, 12 years old, they kind of... You can mature them a little faster, sadly, but true. But when they're this little boy's age, there's a lot of information going on that he has to reflect certain things and have an understanding of the context of the conversations that I think makes him award-worthy. Like, absolutely. And... Well, Anna Paquin, I think, is still the youngest, maybe Shirley Temple, who ever was nominated and won. Oh, yeah, the um, pianist. But we're talking... No, talk- not the pianist. I think people overlook that this child, with the young lady who's nominated for Academy Award, Brie right? Larson. They are the movie. And so he is the leading actor
0: you know one thing, in the movie. One thing that um, we watched the movie... I don't want to say anything about the movie, actually. Mm-hmm. But the direction, and I don't know what it is, the, how, how this movie was directed... I kept thinking of The Exorcist, the way The Exorcist is. I'm not saying, like, it's a horror film or anything. No, no. But the, you know a lot of the scenes inside the house? It's methodical. Not the room, the house.
1: Yeah. There was only one. No. The, oh, the, afterwards. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah.
0: the parents' house. It it came across like The Exorcist to me, and I was like, what is it exactly? Or was is it, it just... The Omen? No, it was The Exorcist. It was just moving around this house the way it was. I just kept getting a feeling of that. And then I was like, hold on. The Exorcist was like an Oscar-winning movie too, wasn't it? Something about like, it's telling a matter-of-fact way of looking at things.
1: Yeah, without glossing it up. Right. That people's reactions and sort of like...
0: Like it feels really Having real, to
1: live like, in their own emotions. And you're kind of watching that unravel other outside of conversations, outside of action sequences, but just an individual on their own struggling with something. I think that... People, and don't people think that's boring? And
0: Room is not a horror film. It's I, not a I horror film at all. That. No, it, no. I, I was. I, it was just more of how it is. Di- you know, how it's. it's not suspenseful
1: or anything like that. It's just. A it just feels very real.
0: Like when I'm sat in the house afterwards, with the people all around, you know, the different people who are in. It feels like I'm really in that house with that those people. They don't feel like actors. It feels like okay, we've, we're in this house and everything feels a bit safer. And,
1: and what did your just, friend say about it? Reduced it to what looks like one of those shitty art house movies. Yeah. It doesn't.
0: I know it's not for everybody. It isn't. It is not. Um, but It's it, not for it's people who think Mad room.
1: Mac should win an Academy Award.
0: <laughs> so, but that, I'm one of those people, so.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So um, games we actually played this week. Uh, yeah. See Room. Not The Room. It's a totally different thing. The Room. Don't see The Room. See Room. And see Spotlight, because they're both great. And
1: my word for room would be also thoughtful. (laughs) Because it makes you think.
0: (laughs) My word for all movies, thoughtful. One
1: move. No, not all, but it makes you think.
0: All right, let's move on to games. About something. I played a game and you watched a game this week called uh, The Walking Dead Michonne. Uh, Telltale Games have gone back to The Walking Dead franchise, and they've done a kind of a spin-off type game. It's three parts. We played the first part this week. And uh, what did it's you It's not think?
1: really a off. I don't get that. It's just part of the story.
0: Yeah, but it's not like season three of The yeah, Walking Dead. Yeah, but it's Dead. just
1: part of the story. She's part of The Walking Dead universe. They
0: compared it to that 400 Days thing that they did. It's like a something they do in between the they seasons. They
1: mean nothing to me, and I disagree with, with it. It's just another
0: part of The Walking that Dead 400 story. 400 Days was nowhere near as good as this is. I, I thought. Also, just another episode of the story.
1: A world where there is a zombie apocalypse
0: going so on. So what did you think uh, of Michonne, what did you The Walking Dead? Uh, I, she's not my favourite character, Michonne. Never has been. I find her like... Uh, even in the comic. I read the comics. You don't. You watch the TV show. I do as well. Um, I find Michonne to be like... She's a comic book character. She's very... Oh, she's this badass chick with a samurai sword. You know, it's very Quentin Tarantino. Or it's yep. hyper... You know, not She's like, the bride. not very real. Like it um, in this, I, f- I feel like the attempt to add more character to her. You know, as part of, aside from her being a hard ass, and yes, there are parts of that where she just, you know, decapitates ten zombies in a room. <laughs> but there's also more of her as a person and a psych- a psychological way she is, and
1: but it does follow her as. The comic book story tells are not yeah, as the TV. show. It's not
0: the TV show. In fact, it's not the same actress who does the voice, even though it's a similar type of voice. Nah, it isn't. You're wrong. But she is. <laughs> um, it it is good. I like where it's going. I feel like um, it's it was,
1: compelling. I'm ready. I want to watch yeah, more.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think Telltale have improved a lot on their games too. I think it looks better and it runs better and sounds better. Uh, it's out now. It's um, I think it's 15 bucks for the. Three episodes. Um, and there's only episode one out. There's, it's going to be every month there's going to be a new one. So we'll talk about another one next month. As if. The other game I've been playing this uh, week is Super Hot. Super Hot. Super Hot. That's what it does every time you finish a level. Um, Super Hot is this very, very inventive new indie game. It's on Steam. And it's a first person shooter. But the world around you, it looks kind of like Mirror's Edge, the graphics but the world around you only moves if you are moving so if you stop everything stops, like time stops so imagine a first person shooter set in that world, so if somebody shoots at you and you just stop you can actually duck out of the way of the bullet like the Matrix, because it stops in the air and then you can move to the side so it's like a puzzle game but a shooter because you have to actually every single move you do you have to right, think about because every time you move stressful yeah every time you start to move the enemies also move and start to shoot and they don't, they don't just shoot some of them will try and come at you with uh, katanas some will try and come at you and punch you in the face um, and it's all wrapped in this it's not just this oh you're playing how it starts is a DOS prompt it just shows you a DOS prompt on the screen and I just looked at the DOS prompt for a few minutes. Nothing was happening. I was like, is this a cutscene? Is something happening? And then I, th- I started typing on my keyboard. Like pre- I was like, I wonder if I can type something. As I started to type, it, it started to type a message. Not what I was typing, but this message started to come up. And, it, and then it said, hey, is anybody there? And I was like, I pre- it says press enter. I pressed enter. And this guy says, hey, have you played that new game Super Hot?" And I'm like, when you type on the, t- on the keyboard, it starts typing what you're saying even though you just type in anything. I could just type Z, 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 but it starts to come up. Hey, I don't even know what that is. What is it? And the guy says, Bling. it's like you're in a chat room. This guy says, oh, I'll send it to you." And then you see it downloaded in the corner. And then he's like, just run the EXE. And then you run the EXE and it's the first few levels of this strange first-person shooter. And then when you've done that, and it goes back to the DOS prompt and you can go in the file system and you can find things, there's all stuff. And then this guy starts to talk to you again. He's like, um, how was, how was it when you played it? And I, my guy says, oh, it's really cool. Like, But at the end, it kind of crashed the last level. You go, oh, I've got the patch for that. And he sends you the patch. So it's all this weird... I really want to play it through because I'm really interested in this part that's not the game. This, what the hell is this exactly? Why am I talking to this person? Why are they sending me these files? Uh, so it's called Super Hot, and it's available now. It's cool. Uh, and The other thing I wanted to mention finally was it's the Oscars tomorrow again. Watch the Oscars. What's for dinner, Sid
1: (laughs) Just watch it. Uh, Tonight, we're going to go with eggs. Some scrambled egg and some veggie bacon. Vegan bacon. So, eggs aren't vegan, but we're having eggs. Um,
0: We're not vegan. We're vegetarian. We're vegetarian. So eggs are fine. Some
1: daikon radish. And some other vegetables and some greens.
0: I'm really hungry. Because I found out
1: this week that I have high triglycerides. While everything else in my body seems fine. Except for my thyroid... I triglycerides. You say triglycerides. <laughs> I say
0: da, da, da. triglycerides.
1: <laughs> so, one of the things you're supposed to do is try to exercise more, which I have been doing
0: Which I am very days. proud of you for.
1: Thanks. It's not that big a deal. I get on the bike and go on my laptop at the same time. I think
0: that's fine. That's better than nothing.
1: Yeah. And cut out sugar. Now, sugar isn't just sugar. Sugar is like everything. Fruits. Sugars in every fucking Fruits. thing you eat. Yeah, it really is. Carbohydrates turn into sugar, which turn into unburned calories, which is what affects your triglycerides. Okay, this is the science as I know it.
0: Don't eat chocolate and things like that. No, probably...
1: not chocolate. I'm talking about everything.
0: Oh if yeah. If you eat it isn't bread
1: everything. or if you eat flour, a if cucumber. you eat any kind of no, not a cucumber. We're talking about grains, corn, wheat, most grains that have to turn or potatoes, anything that's like a Simple carbohydrate, I think, or I can't remember which one. Simple or complex, they're bad, mm-hmm. apparently. But if it's genetic and you can't control it, then you have to take medicine. So after six months of me trying to cut back on the carbohydrate, it'd be interesting to
0: see if you do. If you do do this for six months, no, I'm not
1: going to cut out. Don't trust me. On Oscar Day, we're having Subway because I'm not cooking supper mm-hmm. things like that. I'm not going to cut out occasional sandwich, and of course,
0: no, I'm saying whatever, but, but you cut it. You're and if I add
1: 30 minutes of exercise every day. And then that you go and have
0: right. tests and it's gone down. It'd be interesting to see. She
1: didn't sound like she thought it would, but.
0: Well, I'll try and prove it. Because everything
1: right. else mine's good. I can't prove a wrong if it's genetic.
0: Well, you can, but. My it. blood pressure if she, is she says low. it will go down from no, exercise. No,
1: she understands how things work. And she was, she'd already picked out a medication that she thought would be suitable. So, and I found out. Cousin of mine's had a heart attack. Who's my first cousin. She's 10 years older than me. Super high triglycerides. My brother has high triglycerides. My father. His parents both died of heart attacks. So, you know. Could drop dead any time. Anybody can. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, if that's the case, then fuck it. I'm just going to eat bread 24 hours a day. Or I can try to feel better and explore new foods, which I keep doing on a regular basis. Um, I got a daikon radish the other day. Cut it up. I didn't buy it. It was in my bounty box from a local store where you can get, like, this box full of locally grown produce and stuff, and happen happened to have daikon radish in it, sliced it up, and oh my god, it is amazing. Like, I love it. So instead of having toast with my eggs and bacon, I'll have that, like, slices of that, because it's crunchy and it's kind of sweet in its own way. Maybe I'll have to look it up. It's probably horrible for your triglycerides. It's probably full but, of triglycerides. <laughs> yeah. it's,
0: it's only got triglycerides. It's
1: made of triglycerides. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, that's kind of exciting to find new things and to uh, balance things out even better if I can.
0: And your advice before we leave?
1: What does it say? Eat more greens, eat more green stuff, and have a mammogram.
0: But if you're male, don't bother. It's not worth it. Men
1: get breast cancer, but I don't know if you can get a mammogram. No, it's kind of hard. it's Hard
0: to get your um.
1: You've never. You don't even know what the machine looks like.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. Do you? Yeah, you showed me before.
1: Have I? Yes. Oh, I haven't. It's just like it to a vice
0: you. where you put your tit in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and like i put a little thing on my facebook to remind the women in my life like yes a stranger is going to touch your bre- touch your breasts they're going to stick your breast in a thing that's going to smash them but for them it's just another boob right for They put you thousands of them in i've there. known like two or three women now in my life who have found something in a mammogram and then had to go on and have either a lumpectomy mastectomy and other treatments and that's the only way they found it so for anybody who thinks that it's a waste of time or everything's fine, I don't have a lump, some things don't turn into a lump for a very long time. But if you catch it when it's super tiny, and the hospital I go to now has the 3D imaging one, which is, I guess, the newest way to do it, and apparently is way more, God knows what it's
0: shooting through you, but... um
1: so that's it have a mammogram and eat more green stuff
0: so let me rewi- remind you about our website, aschoolie.com and sidtor.com you can catch us on twitter and facebook you can also join the after the show um, group on facebook just send me a request and I will accept you you can also uh, catch this podcast on stitcher.com itunes music store Microsoft's music thing and the rss feed go to aschoolie.com slash podcast to find out all the details you can even just listen to it from that page Email feedback to me at ascoli at ascoli.com. Email since so she really dislikes you all. And finally, and
1: is that true?
0: I'll say, um, stay classy, Mr. John Slattery, because they didn't put his picture on the front of this uh, movie, and he's just as big as a part of this movie as all those people are. Yep. Very strange.
1: And uh, I'm gonna say, think for yourself, because if you don't do it, somebody will be doing it for you.